0: Blog Talk Radio. Hi again, Attorney Steve Bondren, back here with you today. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday. Hope you had a happy Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day, as you might refer to it. At any rate, welcome back to the Bondren Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Bondren here, licensed practice law in California and Arizona. We are talking today about the Vernon versus AutoDesk case. And this is a really interesting uh, copyright case. You know, our firm gets involved in BSA software audits and software licensing audits. So we thought it was a good case to talk about. But this case basically involved a gentleman, Mr. Vernon, who was a seller on eBay, had sold over about 10,000 items on eBay. So he had his account going and was up and running and selling things like software. One of the products that he found at a garage sale and also a couple of products at a office sale were versions of Autodesk and their CAD software. Now, CAD software is a software used by architects and engineers and um, manufacturers and things like that. So it's a highly popular software prod- product with uh, about 9 million or more users. So what happened in this case basically was um, Autodesk was having some issues with a company called Cardwell Thomas & Associates, what we call CTA, and they had agreed to resolve their disputes in a way that CTA would go ahead and purchase some software licenses from Autodesk and they would destroy some of the older copies that were part of subject of the dispute. So. What happened is CTA and Autodesk entered into this agreement, and instead CTA actually sold the versions of software, um, part of those ending up in Vernon's hands. So they had basically distributed copies to Vernon, and Vernon then later threw them up on eBay, and apparently sold a couple for about 600 bucks a piece. And Autodesk didn't like this, so a dispute um, ensued. And basically, what happened is Autodesk went to eBay with a DMCA, Digital Millennium Copyright Act, takedown notice, and that's where if if a owner of a copyright believes that their copyright's being infringed, they can send a notice to the online service provider and have them take down the alleged copyright infringement. Now, keep in mind the person who posted it, in this case, Vernon. Um, would have a right to dispute that and in fact he later did he did dispute that takedown notice and originally although his account was taken down he was able to get it back up so he then filed Vernon then filed a declaratory relief action seeking to determine that he was not an infringer of the software but rather a that the first sale doctrine applied that he had a right to sell it as the owner of the copyright. Now, he claimed he was the owner because he wasn't bound by any licensing agreement. He didn't agree to a licensing agreement. He merely bought the software at a garage sale and at an office sale. So he believed that the first sale doctrine would allow him as the owner to go ahead and sell the software. In the case, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals said, no, you cannot do that and the court said it looked at basically the initial terms of the licensing agreement between autodesk and cta and said no that's a very restrictive license and it doesn't allow cta to go out and and resell the the product It's a very restrictive license so it doesn't so because of that vernon can't come in and claim that he's a rightful owner of the product and there was some de- debate in the case about what a true licensee is versus what an owner of software is basically reaching the conclusion that you know a software when it is licensed it makes you a licensee and not necessarily an owner of the product so this is the type of case and what we point that out for is we know there are people out there that go, go to garage sales and they see old copies of Microsoft May see some Rosetta Stone. They may see some, you know, Adobe products or Macromedia or whatever, and be tempted to say, "Well, look, what? And I can look. I can buy this at the garage sale for five bucks, and then I can resell it for a hundred bucks online, make a nice profit." But the point being that an activity like that could result in a takedown of your account, your eBay account, and so forth and so on. Somebody could construe that you're a make the allegation that you're a copyright infringer. someone would say a pirate and using words like that. So bear in mind if you're out there and you're an eBay power seller and you're selling software and you're, you've got all these neat uh, CD-ROMs with software, yes, we still use CD-ROMs in this world, although most of the uh, software is moving online. Um, this is an issue to keep in mind and bear in mind if you're out there trying to um, make some money build up your account and so forth and so on. So what we recommend is before you go down that road, contact a copyright attorney, intellectual property attorney like our firm, and review what you're doing. What you don't want to do is get your account taken down and lose your livelihood. So give us a call. We can be reached at 877-276-5084. We have more about this case on our website. You can go to askattorneysteve.com. That's askattorneysteve.com. And as always, we can help you in your software, intellectual property, trademark, copyright cases, Internet law, and those sorts of digital property rights issues. So, Attorney Steve Vondren, thank you for listening. Come back. Make sure you follow our show. Feel free to share this show on your social media networks. We thank you for listening. Go forward. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye now.